With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, August 29th, and we are here trying to take the mystery out of your financial life. Now, the way that we do that is simple. We just ask you to do a tiny bit of work. It's so easy to do. Go to JillOnMoney.com. That's our website. And you bookmark that site. And then anytime you have a financial question, anything that comes up, maybe you're listening to the show and something comes up, maybe you're living your life, maybe you get new benefits that are enrolled out in your company, maybe you're switching jobs, whatever it is, the site is bookmarked miraculously so that you can hop onto it and click the contact us button, ask your question. Now, if you are brave, and it doesn't really take a lot of bravery, I don't think, I feel like people know this now that it's not so hard. You, you say, I'll come on the show. If you click that box, Mark, best producer in the world, will do everything else. That's how simple the whole process is. So today we are on the line with Melinda, who's on the air with us from Florida. Hi, Melinda. What's going on? How can we help you out? Hi, Jill. I am a little worried about my retirement savings. I'm a 59-year-old woman who is hoping to retire at 63, but with everything that's happened in the last year, I'm not sure that's going to be possible. And I'm kind of concerned about whether I have things allocated properly, my 401k, my IRA. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of hoping that you can give me some clarity about my, my prospects for retirement. Okay. That sounds like a good game plan of like, let's just look at our prospects. Now, first of all, Melinda, are you married, single, partnered? What, what's your story? I am completely single. All right. Footloose and fancy free. How much do you earn? I earn about uh, 58000 a year, 59000 okay. I have a little commission. My straight salary is fifty four, but I do have a small commission. All right. And do you work for a place that offers you a workplace retirement account plan? Yes. I have how, a, much, how much are you contributing to your retirement plan? I am. I was contributing 15%. Now I'm contributing 17%. I added a little Roth 401k, uh, 2% just this last week. Oh, okay. So 15% is traditional and 2% is Roth, right? Mm-hmm, correct. And do they match? They match 5%. 100% up to 5%? Yes. Wow, that's great. That's awesome. How much money is in that 401k right now? Uh, in the 401k right now, I have 250, well, almost 255,000. 255. Okay, that's fantastic. Now, you also mentioned an IRA. How much money is in there? I have about 214,000 in that. 215 in that. And are you contributing to that as well, or is all the money going into the um, the workplace? Well, I'm trying to contribute the max of 7000 to that. Um, oh, you're putting away a lot of money. 
I'm trying. This is great. Do you uh, live on your own? Do you rent? Do you own? What's what's happening? I own my own home and I live by myself. I and a couple of pets. <laughs> How much is the place worth? Uh, I think about 370000 Do you have a mortgage on that? No mortgage. Wow. Any money that is invested outside of retirement accounts, like a brokerage account? I have a couple of little brokerage accounts that total about $6,300 right now. Okay. All right. And what about just plain old money in the bank, emergency reserves? Yes, I have uh, about $87,000 just in a money market. That's good. That's great. Isn't it good to have a little, like, ha, ah, little breathing room there, right? Are you entitled to any pension income? No, unfortunately not. No problem. All right. So let's do some social security numbers. Do you have, have you looked at what your what your benefit is at different times? Like, have you looked at, say, you know, at 63, full retirement age? Like, do you have those numbers? I do. Full retirement at 70, uh, I'm sorry, full reti- if I retired at 70, it'd be about $2,400. Okay. If I retired at 67, I think it's 1848. Uh-huh. And if I retired at 63, it was right about $1,150. Do you like what you do? Do you hate what you do? I'm just trying to get a sense of where you stand right now. Well, I don't hate what I do. Although my job has changed recently, it's become more challenging for me. Um, I The real reason I wanted to retire early is because I'm a grandma and I have two grandchildren. One is five and one is six. And I thought if I wait till I'm 67, they're going to be 12 and 13. and probably one want to spend a whole lot of time with grandma. So I thought if I could retire early, I could spend my time when they have a day off from school, going to the beach, going to Disney World, the movies, really, you know, be active while they're young enough to really, you know, enjoy that. They're at the prime age for spending mm-hmm. time with grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much money do you think you need to live on? For real. Like if you had to really not like not not like I could live on this little amount, but like what would you like to have in terms of income? Well, I'm living on currently about twenty eight hundred dollars a month. And twenty you I, said twenty eight hundred? Twenty eight hundred. And I oh. think I could live I think I could live in retirement on about thirty five hundred. Okay. Thirty five hundred a month. Which really does argue for working longer, of course, right? So I mean, you're saving a lot of money, which is great. Is Do you have a kind of job where you could go part-time or reduce some of your hours? Could you go four days a week versus working five or six days a week, whatever you do now? You know, I've never looked into that. It might be possible, but I would certainly be open to a part-time job, you know. Because I, I think the haircut that you take on your Social Security it's really pretty dramatic. Even if just looking at that money between 63 and 67, it's a lot of money. I, I understand that you have that desire to, you know, I, I get that. I really do. So I want to honor that. But I also want to make sure that we get you in a place where you can do this because you're young, you're 59. So, I mean, you could live, frankly, for 35 years and we got to make sure you have enough money to do so. And no one's taking care of you. You have to take care of yourself. So that means that I really believe you are going to have to, I think you're going to have to plan on more like 67. I think that what I want to impress upon you is that you're doing everything you should be doing. You're putting money away into retirement. You're working hard. All those things are good. But I do think that it would be better for you to work till 67. You know that you have that you know, that $1,850 coming in, you basically have half of your need met 
by Social Security. And then you have all this other money that will allow you to continue to live your life the way you want to live it. Do you have the opportunity to switch around your um, contribution to make it all Roth going forward? Yes, I could do that. And that was a question that I had. I think that would be a good idea for you because you don't, I mean, you're in a, a tax bracket right now, which is, you know, you're in, your top bracket is 22%. It's not, most of your money is, is taxed between 12 and 22%. But, you know, you're going to still have a bunch of money that you have in retirement that's going to have to come out because of required minimum distributions. And that's going to keep you in a high enough tax bracket that I think that it would be nice for you to have some money that's already been taxed. Okay. Do you think I should convert the traditional IRA? No, no, I don't. Because I don't want to use up your cash. I love that money that's in cash for you. It's a good it's a good cushion. It gives you, you know, like a couple of years of your need in the bank. And that's good. Flip it around and say, in your 401k, make that all Roth. Don't worry about it. And even in like, if you're feeling like, it, do you feel tight? And when you're putting this 7,000 into the IRA? It does feel a little tight. Don't make yourself crazy with that. It's more important that you just put money in the Roth and in your Roth 401k, even if that's 7,000, if you could do a couple thousand, stay in the habit is fine, but don't do, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. okay. You're in good that's shape. Good. But I think if you're willing to work till you're 67, if something were to come up, if they said to you, gosh, would you, would you make a little less money and work four days a week? Go for it and, and, and poke around a little bit, see if that's possible. But right now, I feel bad because I want you to like do what you want to do four years from now when they're, you know, nine and 10, maybe we'll have different conversations. Maybe the the world will be different, but for planning purposes, I think it is much better for you to plan on claiming social security at 67, which may mean that like when you're 63, could you go part-time? Could you make some money? Could you do that? Sure. But I don't want you claiming social security till you're at least 67. Okay. Okay. The only other things that I haven't told you is I do have some land in North Carolina. It's been in my family many, many years, about 40 acres. I I don't really know what it's worth. I kind of would like to hang on to it, but I thought about, you know, possibly selling some of that. There is timber that's going to mature in the next 10 years that could produce some income from that land. So, well, honey, listen, if you can make that happen, that might be your, your gap funding. In other words, if you said to me, you know, Hey, I'm 63. Remember that 40 acres? I just got an offer for, I'm going to just make a number. I just got a $250,000 offer for that. And I'm going to sell. Then that could probably float you from 63 to 67. And there you have it. You're done. You should investigate that to see whether there is some, there's some options with that. Okay. All right. And then the other, only other thing is I I possibly could come into some inheritance in the next few years. I don't know. I haven't counted on that, but that is a possibility. So that might help. Okay. So between the, the, the land and a potential inheritance, you stay in touch with us. Things can change like I'm not pointing you in the direction of like doom and despair. I'm just saying that the facts as we know them today would suggest waiting till 67, musing more of the Roth option for work retirement and trying to at least get your um, expectations in line. That's what I think. And if the facts change, if the land is worth more, if there's inheritance and this all happens, then you get back in touch with us and maybe we're maybe we can make the plan work better. All right. I like the sound of that. 
Thank All you, right. Bill. See, a little nice deep breath. Yes. Melinda, <laughs> thank, thank you. you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. All right. If you have some questions about claiming Social Security, and maybe it's a question about you know where you start drawing money from, when you do that, like the claiming strategy game has changed quite a bit. It's actually not as inventive as it used to be, but they're good. There, these are good questions to keep in mind, just in terms of planning purposes. And I love the idea that Melinda's not counting on something. But I also want to be clear that if if your facts change, you can change your game plan. We just don't want you to hope for the best case scenario. We want to plan for what we think is the most likely scenario. And if something really good happens, we'll change the plan. That's great. You know, we like good news too here. It really, we really do. So if you've got a question, just go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. And while you're there, you check out all the great content on the website. We've got a blog. We've got a radio show, TV segments, everything. It's all there for you. Okay, don't forget to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.